Tonight. All right, are we doing this I'm or rolling. what? <laughs> <laughs> Danny, it's the last one. Just let her do it. <laughs> That's thought, what she said. I thought we'd be... <laughs> Tonight on Rogue Podron, is Danny going to turn us into a bird podcast called Rogue Squadron? Probably. <laughs> 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 sorry. I was going to try to get through it, and I can't. <laughs> Will Keith focus his efforts? On making his silver screen debut as Constable Zubio in episode nine? <laughs> yes. Does that have a world tour planned where she reads her written works, tourist available now, in her famous ho hosh runt equish voice? <laughs> and can Meg snap herself out of her depression as easily as Wedge if she's also able to smooch a smart and scary woman? <laughs> All of these are so good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> This is Rogue Leader. All wings report in. Rogue 6, standing by. Rogue 7, standing by. Rogue 3, standing by. Oh my gosh. Welcome to Season 11, Mission 6, Episode 93, State of the Squadron, a.k.a. Let Wiz Jensen Get His Dick Wet 2K19. (laughs) (laughs) How far we've come. (laughs) There better not be a word of that choppered out (laughs) when I listen to this thing on Friday. Like every fine wine, we have just matured with age. We didn't even know who Wiz Jensen was. During exactly. The um, tonight, we're going to be going over kind of a wrap-up of all of the X-Wing books, as well as, you know, a couple of things that we threw in there during our long, long history as Rogue Padron. But before that, a quick reminder of your hosts. Heath Rogue 3 has given Rogue Padron so many of its reoccur- reoccurring jokes and could always bring a smile to our faces. Oh, no, don't oh, do that. No, oh, I hate it. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, gotta be nice. I don't want to oh, feel no. feelings. Oh, no, she's gonna make us cry. I don't want to feel feelings, a Wedge Antilles story. <laughs> <laughs> Staff Rogue 7 never backed down from a silly voice challenge and brought a lot of the warmth to Rogue Pod. Oh. Danny Rogue Six literally does all of the hard work <laughs> to make a product and actually have it available to all of you listeners. And without him oh. even having an idea in the first place, Rogue Padron wouldn't be here. I was just thinking today it's a miracle that the union of saxophone players has not sued us. <laughs> <laughs> They're really behind on things. I guess. <laughs> and i'm meg rogue leader and i'm so thankful that i was given the opportunity to guide my rogues and our listeners through all of our adventures meg is the reason we actually turn up and get things done (laughs) okay speaking of everything being fine and no one is sad here i have a question about star wars (laughs) great no one is ever sad in star wars (laughs) never star wars is certainly it certainly can't kill people in Star Wars. 
nice shout out to the Darth Vader theory. No, remember, Star Wars is about hope, so nobody's ever said in it. Oh I don't think that's true anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw some someone on the internet said that it's not about that anymore. So oh damn, if the internet says it, then you know Star Wars isn't about hope anymore. There's no hope for any of us, not even Rogue Podron. I mean, there never was for us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for my Star Wars question, we are going to count down all the books that we journeyed through together, um, from least favorite to most favorite. And we all have our own individual lists. Weirdly, we all have a different number of things on our lists, but we'll figure that out, I guess. <laughs> but let's begin with what will be no surprise to anyone. We all have the same item as the very last item as our least favorite book on the list. All together <laughs> now. Surprise? Three, two, one. The courtship. It's iJedi. <laughs> it's iJedi. It's iJedi. Jedi was the worst. Uh, sorry to anybody who likes this book, but this was not a book for Rogue Podrin. It was not a book for any of us. It wasn't. We have four, four diverse people who enjoy different kinds of books on this podcast, and we all hated this book. Like, we'll, we'll talk later, but I think that it, we can agree that most of these books didn't really age super well. But boy, I can't see myself enjoying I, Jedi even when it came out. Yeah. yeah. Same. Yikes. Even Seth would have hated that. Uh, to be yeah. fair, Seth hates most books as well. So, I mean, like, I'm really mean about all these Star Wars books, but as I tell most people in my life, never recommend me your favorite book because I hate most books and I will probably hate your favorite book. So I don't know why I even decided to be part of this podcast considering I know I hate most books. Um, but I did, I kind of managed to just top that off. Yeah. Oof. I all right. It's a very... It's- it's very important to add that Saf and Heath have added tiers to theirs. Um, and so for Saf, this is in tier four, which says made me hate Star Wars. <laughs> and Heath's tier four is thank you next. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got to kind of get all to the same number. So Heath, I'm going to let you go ahead and share your number 12 and your number 11 here at the same time. All right, great. These are two very important ones. Um, <laughs> coming up. Just above I Jedi is number twelve getting hit by a bus. <laughs> and just above that, it was close, but it managed to get in just above it is number eleven Attack of the Clones. I'm really surprised by that because I feel like I've seen a lot of ranking lists of yours that have had getting hit by a bus above Attack of the Clones. <laughs> it goes with your couple so times. It's nice to know that you're warming up to Attack of the Clones. <laughs> This bus was a little bit bigger. I was I felt more afraid of this bus. Yeah, Attack of the Clones was also my number eleven. So okay, <laughs> but um, you only ranked <laughs> twelve. I ranked twelve. So <laughs> okay, and I had the Back to War at number eleven. Okay, so we're all on our number ten. We're all up to ten now. now. Okay, so okay. Meg, Ice Heart's Revenge. Um. The only good thing about that book was Broke Vessery. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Oh, that, that was, was Broke Vessery, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was. But he was in it for like, I don't know, literally four pages. <laughs> so I'm also mad at the book for not having more Broke Vessery. So it gets the 10th place. Saf, are you cha- changing yours? <laughs> Saf, you spent so much time. <laughs> All right, so Staff, what did you have at number 10? <laughs> Staff, I just Vedimar. 
<laughs> surprisingly <laughs> low, considering yeah. how much people expected us to love these that book. The problem with Edumar is um, the reason I loved a lot of all, <laughs> the reason I enjoyed a lot of these books is like the rogues and the wraiths. And yeah. like as much as I love Wedge and Tycho, I love them as part of their ensemble. And Hoppy kind of just came in as someone I didn't really know and was like, yes, I'm part of this ensemble now. And Wiz was fun, but, like, he's not a character I super adore. So it was, like, these four characters that together weren't, like, super endearing to me. Like, I enjoy them, but they didn't have the ensemble that I really enjoyed. Um, So I really struggled actually getting into the book at all. Um, Like, it didn't really have what appealed to me about all of the other X-Wing books. Um, Also, yeah, I originally had... I have to revenge here, but then it remind me of Broke Vessery. So now Adamar's there because Broke Vessery's good. So Adamar at number 10 for me. Good to know that Broke Vessery that was on like two pages had a stronger effect on your ranking than Hobby, who was in like most of Adamar. <laughs> Hobby's not my kind of character. What can I say? So, Listen, Broke Vessery smiled softly and patted Wedge <laughs> on the shoulder. And it was very good. Look, at the time, I replaced a character I was very much in love with in an audio drama with Broke Vessery in my head. So that's why I love Broke Vessery so much. Fair. All right. I had Attack of the Clones at number 10. <laughs> <laughs> and he no, seems, seems a bit high. <laughs> I think I like it better than you do. Phantom Menace is actually my least favorite Star Wars movie. Wow. Heath, okay. what did you have at number 10? Solo Command. I was surprised to see this. Which, we're we're yeah. very I'm much now, across the board on yeah. Solo Command. I'm now feeling really self-conscious about <laughs> seeing where you guys put it. When I first saw you, no, I was like, wait, was Solo Command something I didn't like? I had to like go research it. I feel like I liked Iron Fist so much that it just like felt like a letdown. That's fair. Yeah. And I think like that was the book that <laughs> honestly like checked me out of the story a bit. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just didn't click with me. That's fair. All right, number nine, Meg. Mm. Um, I put Rogue Squadron because nothing really happens. In the <laughs> <book>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's fair. Saf. Uh, I wrote Broke Vissery because I forgot what I was putting there. Izod's Revenge. It's also worth there. noting that we're now in your tier three. I'm hurgling. Okay. Because I hurgle when I read these books. <laughs> But at least they didn't make you hate Star Wars. Yeah, at least they didn't make me hate Star Wars. Broke Vissery edged that just out of there. Nice. Um, I had, I also had Ice Herd's Revenge at number nine. And so did Heath. So did I. And we are now into my tier three, which is I might have enjoyed these books. Which means <laughs> I didn't read these books. They seemed fine. <laughs> I, if I read them, I might enjoy them. <laughs> Wait, I just realized Edumar, I don't, Edumar didn't make me hate Star Wars. It's going into the... Yeah, it should really go into tier three. I Jedi is like, the only book in my made me hate Star Wars tier, just for the record. Yeah, that'd be the same <laughs> for me if I was making that tier. All right, number eight, Meg. Wedge's Gamble. Do you have more to say on that? Uh, I mean, from here on up until, like, the top three, it's kind of all a wiggly, wiggly, slippery slope of, I like these all but none of them especially stand out um but i think because wedges gambles the second one it was really building up to a lot of the action that i enjoyed later cool that's fair uh what was that eight all right saf eight rogue squadron still hurgling still hurgling i mean this was the only book with lujane in it though shoot okay rogue squadron (laughs) Rogue squadron going next year yeah but (laughs) saf 
Saf really likes zombie Lou Jane. It was also the, the book other where Lou Jane died, so. It is. Yeah. You know what? Well, I take that back. It's going Zombie Lou Jane is in every other book. Yeah. See, <laughs> it's got Lou Jane, but Lou Jane also dies, so it's in the I'm Hercling tier. It stays. It stays there. Um, I zombie Lou Jane was in every book. other book except for I Jedi. I Jedi would have been better if Zombie Lou Jane was in it. Yeah, that's why I hate she, that book so much. She was there just in the background. That's, that's why you hate that book. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I hate the book. Um. <laughs> Rogue Squadron is like, it was the first book. It was fun. Um, I can't spell Vessery. I don't know why I'm still doing this. Um, uh, it was the first book. I don't remember much about it. What I mainly remember about it is us crying about the pages of what's-his-face Kitten Lil Matt estimating. Lord, doing, math. <laughs> doing the math. <laughs> that, the whole chapter. That's my main memory of that book, which says a lot about yeah. that book. Yeah. Which is why it's at number eight. I also had Rogue Squadron at number eight for all the reasons you all said, like kind of boring, just assembling the team. And also we as a Padron were still kind of warming up as well. I feel like if we went back and revisited that book today, we would have like so much more fun picking it apart and like with our current um, aesthetic than our still kind (laughs) of figuring out what Rogue Padron was aesthetic when we first covered it. So (laughs) yeah. With our get with Jensen's dick wet aesthetic. <laughs> Speaking of which, Heath, number eight. <laughs> this is still in my maybe I would enjoy this book, Starfighters of Edmar. <laughs> I don't know, it seemed fine. And yeah. that leads to Meg's number seven. Starfighters of Edmar. Look at that. <laughs> there it is. Mainly, mainly because I get really mad about how easily Wedge snaps out of his depression. I'm really pissed about it. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. He went from being like, I have no place or purpose to, well, well, now I have a girlfriend. <laughs> I hate it. It's not that easy, Wedge. It's not that easy. I wish it was. Yeah, that'd be great. Saf, number seven. So I'm in my tier two now, which is Vratrix screaming, which means <laughs> that I enjoyed it well enough, but I still wouldn't want to reread it. The <laughs> so number seven is Weech's Gamble, which... I didn't really remember anything about until, like, Danny, I think, mentioned that they went undercover, or Meg mentioned it. And I was like, oh, yeah, that was fun. So that's there now. Uh, my number seven is the Kratos Trap. I feel like the middle is just Rogue Squadron, the four Rogue Squadron books for all of us. Like, they, <laughs> yeah. they were all fine. Like, they were fun, I guess. And we it, probably the, the four books that we were paying the most attention to honestly when we read them and when we were discussing them <laughs> so yeah. i i remember these four better than any of the others just because i was like taking notes to pull back the curtain a little bit i'm pretty sure that stopped after book four <laughs> yeah. at, least I, at least i read all the way through book 11 but you know anyway Kratos trap was fine <laughs> heath don't number be, seven don't be, don't be a hero danny <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my number seven, we're now into my tier two, which is I remember enjoying these books, but don't really remember the books themselves. <laughs> <laughs> number seven is The Back to War. Which leads to Meg's number six. The Back to War. <laughs> which leads to Saf's number six. Hi, I was muted. It's Back to War. <laughs> <laughs> I had Back to War super low oh, compared Danny, to the rest of you. You're so off brand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought the Back to War was terrible. Is that the one where all the creatures are getting hurt? No, that was earlier. Oh, okay. They were just... Nothing happened in this book. What happened but in Back to War? Back. And then what did he do? I don't remember. <laughs> right. It was all, like, the actual siege of, like, um, the Back to Planet. 
I think I think this I is the same uh, explanation that Heath had for Solo Command, where like it was just building and building and building, and then like in this book we got we now knew mm-hmm. that Corrin was force sensitive and Eris was the spy, and Lore was dead, so it was like all ice and I was like it's gonna be big and fun and great, and then it was just kind of really disappointing. Didn't did Eris die in this one? Yes. Did she? Yeah, that was yeah that was like really uh, what's the word cathartic? No. Good. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> that joke was good. Good. <laughs> it was good. I gave up on no. finding the word I wanted. Okay. It was. It was it good. Was good. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, so my number six is the courtship of Princess Leia. Which, this Ew. this was such a hard one for me because, like, I feel like this exists outside of the rest of the Star Wars books in a way. Like, this, yeah. is, this wasn't so much a book as it was, like, an experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it was I really felt great. teleported to a different time when I was reading it. A little bit, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I could rank this anywhere on my list on any <clears throat> given day, but it, it landed here tonight. Fair. Heath, number six. Kratos Trap. Which leads to Meg, number five. <laughs> Strap. Which what? leads to Saf number five. Crydos trap. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, damn. Y'all are so predictable. <laughs> I put I put solo command at number five. So I, I, I liked all why... the Wraith books. This was probably my least Rick... favorite. The only thing I really remember from Solo Command is that they were all on fire at one point. And then... <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> that was hilarious. Didn't that, like... that was great. The the Han Solo skin mask or something? Yes. Oh, was that in yes. that one? Yeah, yeah. And the Millennium Falsehood. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. There was good stuff in there, and like the raids, it's you can never go wrong with the raids. No, never. I honestly like with the Kratos trap. I don't remember much about it, but I remember thinking about like the books earlier and being like, I'm pretty sure I liked the Kratos trap, which is why it's there. Like, I don't fully remember what happens in it. I just know that I liked it. Everyone thinks Corrin's dead for the entire book, and then he shows up at the end and has a oh, big yeah. dramatic. That, so that for most totally saves good. Tycho from <laughs> saves Tycho from his trial or something. I don't know. Heath yeah. number five. Number five, I have which is gamble, which leads to Meg number four. Oh no, we finally nope. <laughs> no. Oh, oh yep. My number four is Wraith Squadron, um, because I felt like well, I know why because Jasmine Akbar dies. That's why it's yeah. the lowest of the Wraith. Yeah, fair. Yep. Saf, number four. Uh, I'm in tier one now, which is I brush my teeth to these books. <laughs> number four is courtship for me. It doesn't quite beat out the Wraith books, but it was it was an experience, and I will never forget that. I also had Wraith Squadron at number four. Again, solid Wraith book. And Heath? I also had Wraith, Wraith, Squ- Wraith Squadron. <laughs> I also Wraith had Squadron. Wraith Squadron at number four, and we are now in my tier one, which is these books were good. <laughs> not good enough to brush your teeth with them, but close. No, no. Yeah. No, I brush my teeth to them, not with them. To not with the books. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's an important distinction. Yeah. Meg, number three. Iron Fist. Yay. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. Staff number three. I have reasons why I like. I'm changing it real quickly. Uh, my number three is White Wraith Squadron. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Wraith Squadron. <laughs> Jizz Winston. <laughs> Why is Wraith Squadron your number three? Um, scritch, scritch, because, scritch. Yeah, that's why. It was a solid <laughs> book. 
Um, it was my number two for a while, but then I thought about more, and I'm like, no, I love Dying Fist. Um, yeah, it's just it's a solid Wraith book, but I like the other two even more, so it's down to three. Cool. I put Starfighter as a Vadimar at number three. Damn, you really liked that book, huh? Um, I think I'm still experiencing the peer pressure to like it. That's fair. There's that a might, lot of peer think, pressure to I like it. I think that's motivating me more than anything else at this point. Um, I'm not going to lie, also, Edumar, it scares me. Also, I read it after I Jedi. <laughs> so everything was great. And it was like, yeah. wow, this is an amazing piece of literary genius. <laughs> this is coherent literary <laughs> fiction. I think that might be why it's so low for me, is that after I Jedi... I was really expecting something that would make me love the book that I was reading. Like, I expected to love it no matter what, but somehow I didn't love Edumar, so it kind of just got bumped down even further for me. Yeah, that's fair. Mm. Heath, number three, a surprising entry here. Rogue Squadron. Ooh. Yeah. I I love a good origin story. I'm like yeah, a sucker. Fair. I'm like a sucker for the storyline of, like, getting together the crew. I also, like, I'll just, I don't know, I'll just always, like, associate it with, like, us starting this thing, too. Aww. All right. Down to two. Meg, number two. Courtship of Princess Leia. Whoa! Um, This was not a surprise, because this was the first Star Wars book I ever read. And even though it's complete and absolute garbage, it's my garbage. (laughs) That's beautiful. You should put that on a t-shirt. Yep. Saf, number two. Iron Fist. Danny, number two. <laughs> <laughs> I picked Wedge's Gamble. I loved Wedge's Gamble. And I think, again, part of it is just because I feel like this was the book where we really found our groove. And mm-hmm. we transformed from a book club podcast to, like, a garbage podcast over the course of Wedge's Gamble. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And, like, I hate corn and I hate Eresy, and that Telboon thing was ridiculous, but, like, I love... Oh, I, the Telboon thing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, that that was a special one. Yeah, that's fair. Like, it was hard for me to rank um, Rogue Squadron and Wages Gamble down as far as I did, because I have so many good memories associated with, like, the Podron with those books, mm-hmm. but the books mm-hmm. themselves, I didn't love them, so that's why I kind of bumped them down more. Um, but, like, in terms of my thoughts about the books, I have a lot of good memories associated with them because of this podcast that, like, I can't hate them no matter what. Yeah. yeah. it's. I, I think I can easily say that I would not have gotten through any of these books without the podcast, so. <laughs> it's, and, uh, and especially uh, those first four. Like, I would have stopped after Rogue Squad. I wouldn't have made it through Rogue Squadron, honestly. <laughs> so. I would be like, oh, this is a series of this. Yeah. <laughs> is more? <laughs> Heath, number oh, two. No. Courtship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is it a better book than most of the books on this list? No, <laughs> but did I have an, just like the best time reading it and talking about it? Yes. Like I enjoyed this book so much and it's my ranking. So it's number two. Yeah. All right. Which brings okay. us to, we are, we are a Padron divided on number one. Ooh, so let's hear sure. from oh. Megan Saf right. for number one. Solo Command. Solo Command. Yeah. Um, so I am always a person who likes the last installment of things. Like Return of the Jedi, Return of the King. I like the resolution of it. <laughs> and there are also just a lot of separate elements that I really love. Um, like when they all get set on fire and Wiz takes five <laughs> shots, five steps. And it's so good. And... 
also the the aluminum falsehood whole thing and wedge forgetting that he doesn't actually speak Sri Rook. And <laughs> it's just it's just great. Dorset Conair also. <laughs> my love, my life. King of the droids. Yeah. Tana in King of the Droids. So it's not like the this- resolution between um Minbronos and Lara mini names. Yes. Yep. Lara Gara. Whatever. It has is. the Ewok pilot. Yep, the catch the resolution. The real Ewok pilot. Yeah, the kid was like, I really liked Iron Fist. And I really liked Race Squadron, but Solar Command, like, I also tend to like resolutions as well. Um, but Solar Command did like so many individual things that I absolutely loved and enjoyed while reading the book that like it couldn't not be my first like book. All the things I remember vividly loving from the race series, like largely are from Solar Command. Um including Tone and King of the Droids, but it's got, like, the whole, yeah, resolution of the Lara, of the Tarkin, (laughs) of the Tarkin thing, and Min, like, finding himself, and just all of the characters kind of getting these resolutions, and lots of hilarious stuff happening while it happens. And also, like, at the time, while I was reading it, I didn't know, like, if anyone was going to die or what was going to happen. The stakes were really raised, um, like, really well, and I was worried. Like, I was really tense that entire book. And it's not often that I get that tense reading books as well. So I think Solar Command will just forever be my favorite of all of these books. That's fair. Uh, and Heath and I had The Iron Fist. Um, and I'll let Heath talk first so I can mute my barky dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like this was the book where we had like started to care about the characters enough where like a moment like the it's up there again like actually felt heavy i don't know i just like remember that from that book and being like oh yeah i'm into this didn't we do like a dramatic ring to that and actually get really emotional yes. yeah we did yes we did yeah uh, yeah iron fist was hard to like not have as one because i very much do remember how affecting that scene was and how upset i was at that whole thing it's a good book yep and for me like that was that was of course moving and emotional but that's not why i read books was um, it the scritch 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 no that was Wraith squadron oh wasn't it because that was when they had the um yeah the super I think it was incompetent the slicer oh. what was that guy's name all the slicers were bad but that one was... no that's what no 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 because that's when they had the boss it was grinder yeah but wasn't grinder in Wraith squadron or was he iron fist Grinder is the expert in human psychology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was in the first book. He was in Wraith. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Ha! The rogue apprentices have become the rogue <laughs> leaders. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no, the reason why Iron Fist is my favorite is because of the rogue prom, or Wraith prom. That was really good. Like, that is my favorite dramatic reading we've ever done. And, I don't know, something about it just, like, fills my heart with joy every time I think about it, so... The Wraith books were so wholesome. They were. Like, I mean, I mean, that whole book was just, from start to finish, it was a solid book. So, I think it says a lot that like my top three books in here are all the Wraith Squadron books. Because like I was mean about those books, I'm pretty sure, while I was reading them. But I did really enjoy them. Wait, we're doing this now? What are we doing now? Listener questions? Yeah. All right. Wow. Let's do it. The last discussion ever. Wow. Last week we asked you, if you had a cape that could broadcast video of you, what would you put on it to impress others? We also asked you, (laughs) which is your most important finger and why? 
Tom the fanboy said, fake thing. Me holding two lightsabers while Chewbacca swings me around my ankles to kill the Knights of Ren. <laughs> That's pretty cool. All right, yeah. I'd be into that, yeah. 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 Real thing, me leading a room of 200 people and doing the chicken dance. <laughs> also impressive. Yeah, here for it. Dark Sapien we, we, said... We, did, we also did not answer these last week. Oh, yeah, you're right. We should yeah. do that now. Okay. Yeah. Um, mine would show the three frames from The Force Awakens... That Constable Zuvio is in with arrows pointing to him. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the photos of your swollen face. Oh, and one of those for good measure. <laughs> I was hoping it would be Dat Boy coming in on a unicycle. Oh, God. I could, oh, there's so many memes I could do. Oh, God. I've made a huge mistake. I like crying Jordan. Just a giant crying Jordan on the back of my cape. <laughs> oh that's good that's good um mine would be one of those like um like Im- optical illusions that's like on a loop kind of thing where you can just get like totally hypnotized by staring at it i don't know it's like 3d shapes and they're like moving but it kind of just is infinite it keeps going and going oh no you know what it would be it'd be that 1990s screensaver of the maze <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my god no. Do you remember that maze? You're that freaking maze? I have a good one. Do you remember that DVD screensaver? <laughs> that would shoot the DVD video logo back and forth on your screen? Yeah. Yeah. I would have that going so that whenever it reached the perfect corner, people around me would just erupt in cheers. Oh my god. Because <laughs> that's the reason you always watch that. I would <sighs> have, like, just space on mine. All right. like, like actual outer space, like galaxies oh, okay. and stuff like that. Not like blank space. Um, it would absolutely be galaxies and spacey stuff, but like real spacey stuff, not fake spacey stuff. Real life. Um, yeah, it would be cool. Because then I, I would honestly just stand and look at myself in the mirror all the time because I love space. Mine would be the one time that I was doing an inclined leg press and it already had like, I don't know, 250 on it and then my athletic trainer jumped on top of it for me to do more damn yeah i felt very good about myself damn nice. that's fair nice okay back to our glisteners all right back to glisteners dark sapien said i tried to impress people with places that i've been walking on a glacier or in a lava tube in iceland visiting other glaciers in argentina the deserts and ancient ruins of egypt and tunisia forests of spain and norway Several states from Greece. To answer the question, I think he was he just trying to get to 500 words there because that was our original request. I think so. But <laughs> or also, just like an epic like humble brag. Bragging. Yeah. Well, also, yeah. Wow. <laughs> what a brag. <laughs> like, I know I, I follow seen... you on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen a single glacier in my life. So, way to show off, buddy. Aren't you or in the land of glaciers? Of... Yeah, but they're in the South Island. I mean, actually, it's a lie. I probably have seen a glacier because I have been down there. So. I probably just didn't appreciate it. <laughs> Fair. Dark Sapiens also said, to answer the question about the most important finger, I tried to think which one would be more useful if I lost all the others. <laughs> that's an interesting way to look at this question. Yeah, that's one way to do it. And I decided an opposable thumb was good. So the thumb in my right hand then. That's Fair. Jedi Princess Luca said, impress others. I just have video upon video of my kids because mom vibe. That's, That's such a mom cute. thing. That's yeah. such a mom thing. That's cute. 
And we'd have, they'd have like little labels <laughs> over them that say like honor roll student with an arrow pointing at them. Yeah. <laughs> and then another arrow pointing up and saying their mother. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the one kid that just says this one's the deadbeat. <laughs> uh, Jedi Princess Luca also said also Harry Potter, Star Wars, Stargate and whatever show I happened to be watching at the time. So when I get sick of socializing, I can just turn the cape around and hide in it and watch stuff. Yes. <laughs> That's a good answer. Yes. (laughs) That's a real spot. Mika said I would broadcast me being able to get out of bed with the first ring of my alarm. I know nobody else (laughs) that that has achieved that kind of skill. That's good. I wish I could say Mika was wrong, but I absolutely didn't do that this morning. (laughs) Um, Mika also said my most important finger is the index finger because it enables me to point at things just like Mark Hamill does. Also very good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, an iconic Mark Hamill thing, pointing at things. It is. Melissa said she would broadcast her best Wes Jansen impressions. (laughs) Who's that? I don't know that I'm sorry, Jizz Jizz Wisconsin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, him. Oh, him. Right, yeah. I know you're talking about now, then. I'm pretty sure that is going to be a blooper, so this won't make any sense. <laughs> no, you've got to put it's it a good, in. It's a good preview for the bloopers, I guess. <laughs> you've got to put it in. All right. A blooper. A blooper. Uh, a pre... <laughs> a blooper. A blooper. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, a I'm sorry, I accidentally pre-blooped. one yet (laughs) Hassan said my cape will show my awesome astromech and movie soundtrack collections and see me kicking butt in starfighter assault on battlefront 2 while piloting a Uh, y-wing doctored footage I bet I didn't know we were putting fake things on our capes I'm sorry that was mean you you said you had astromech collection how could I mean to you yeah I want to see all of them different instances of me reaching something. I'll come back to the editors now, I think. (laughs) No, I'm just going to read it. (laughs) Dinner leader said, 50 different instances of me reaching something. Editors note, probably glistening Attack of the Clones Anakin. (laughs) Thank you, Danny. On a tall shelf in the hopes that people would be so awed by these videos that they wouldn't ask me to actually put forth the effort to reach high stuff in real life. You are absolutely doing the opposite. If I saw someone advertising that they would reach stuff, yeah, I'm talk about, gonna ask I would absolutely everything. ask them. I would like, yeah. hey, hey, bro, you can reach like, that. Showing you're, you're showing, good at, showing you're good at a thing doesn't mean everyone will stop asking you to do it. That's like right. saying, I'm going to show that I can fly and then expect no one to actually ask me to fly. <laughs> it's like when I when I show Danny how to do a horse voice, expecting him to then do the horse voice, and now I have to do the horse voice every time. Yeah, so do a horse voice. Yay! Right. <laughs> yeah, um, dear, you did not really think that one through. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that dude's awesome at getting high stuff. Better leave him alone. 
No. Well, <laughs> don't know. Dinner leader is very tall. <laughs> well, the effort you put into being tall, how it must be so hard. Deer is I short for dinner. <laughs> no, it's just short for deer. <laughs> oh boy. Greg said, "A supercut of every time I've said the Owen Wilson." Wow. <laughs> Y'all don't even understand how much of a problem this was. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is a super cut of it. I think we had to like have a an intervention about this thing. <laughs> we're like, Greg, you need to stop. Stop saying wow. Every now and then it comes back and we're all like, Greg, no, you can't. You can't do this again. Jay said, My favorite finger is the signet ring figure finger, obviously. <laughs> if I had to have an animated video cape, I would probably do something tasteful like a twinkling star field or something. Oh, much like Seth's idea. Mm-hmm. But when yeah, the real like. when the real partying started, then maybe there would be pew-pews and explosions with fighters. Glistening Peck said, oh boy, guess. Guess what I would put on my cape. <laughs> Hint, it glistens. Yeah. <laughs> Woo, I'm glad Glistening Peck is back for our last episode. Glistening Peck will not hear this for a while because they are three plus seasons behind. <laughs> yeah. Listening Pecks also said my most important finger is the glisteningest one. Also fair. Odie said I'd want to see the video screen cape montage. Wait, that's an extra A, I think. I'd want to see on the video screen cape a montage of the Padron hosts cracking up laughing, whether individually or as a group. All. Oops, just saw that the question was about my attempt to impress others, but this is fine. What a sweet child. <laughs> pretty sure he's older than you. <laughs> yeah. Everyone is. I'm pretty sure most people are older child. than Seth. <laughs> I think in the grand scheme of the world, there are more people older than me than younger than me. It's true. And Ian Miller said, if I had to have a cape with videos of me, it would have videos of me with my siblings. Aww. Smart. Oh, that's real cute. Well, we have some real wholesome people listening to us. That's so weird. Also, we all, like, completely ignored what the question actually said, which was a video of you. I was like, oh, frames of Zuvia. No, I, I ignored that. I had mine right. <laughs> okay, maybe I, it was just me. <laughs> no, no, I did it on purpose because I would never have a video of me on my own cape. <laughs> There's only one Seth, and it is the real one right here. Um, <laughs> I say, pointing at my I, face as if anyone can see that. I'm so confused. Like, a video isn't in a second one of you. <laughs> it's a, it's stealing my soul, Meg. It's not. You're in so many photos. <laughs> photos are fine because they're still. Videos are dangerous. Oh my gosh. Okay. What if someone fair. gets confused? What if someone gets confused? <laughs> <laughs> so I think that we should give glistening bodies to us. Oh. Yeah, I agree. And also yeah. we should... It's about like, time. <laughs> we should retroactively take all the other glistening bodies that we've given and keep them for ourselves. <laughs> no, let's not do that. But everyone who wanted glistening Attack of the Clones Anakin now has twice as many. That's fine. Yeah, that's that's good. <laughs> everyone, that's good. everyone in it wasn't a single they, person. They all, they, they, all just shelf. they all disappeared exactly where the other ones were. You just now have twice as many of them. Good and luck. Also, can we can we give all of these listeners a glistening rogue padron? Whoa. What? You it's like some what? next level shit right there. What? <laughs> yeah. uh, what even is that? I don't know, but I'm suggesting it. Like Rogue Padron, the concept? 
<laughs> yeah, a glistening concept of Rogue Podron. <laughs> wow. <laughs> a glistening concept of Rogue Podron. I don't think they want that. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they do, we should Don't speak for the ones that are high right now. <laughs> I could. <laughs> <laughs> You know our listeners, they they will want it. I just don't want to give them nothing, you know? Well, I think it's time for our main discussion topic. We're, we're going to take one glistening Bodhi and you all get a piece of it. Yeah, there we go. It's like it's like how you give us stars and we can only have pieces of one of those stars. Jay, you can have one a glistening finger. Bodhi for all of you and one for you to share. <laughs> now you know how we feel. Oh, wait, we have discussions after this. Wow. Everything's all yeah. hard off. Yeah, yeah. We, we sure Sorry, do. I wanted I wanted to end with like us talking rather than talking about our listeners uh, because of what this episode is. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I'm just like, what if they hear <laughs> their question? It's such a dark way to talk about it. Keith just <laughs> can't believe what? it's over. <laughs> because of what this episode is. <laughs> well, I have a question though. <laughs> what if what if a listener hears their response? And our response, their response, and then they just turn it off there because that's what they always end the episode. No, they, what? What kind of crappy listener <laughs> should turn it off? Like, oh, I I'm done. <laughs> I'm that crappy listener, so it's probably good This is no longer about me. I'm I mean, done with it. <laughs> whoever they are, they aren't hearing this part, so. That's fair. Screw They've already them. turned it off. <laughs> we don't care about them. Oh, yes. Okay. So. Let's talk about some X-Wings, because we read these books, and so it'd be pretty, be a little bit dumb if we didn't. Pew, pew, um, pew. Pew, pew, pew. So, for us, do you consider yourself a rogue, a wraith, or something else entirely? I would be a wraith. I mean, in all honesty, I probably wouldn't be any of these things, um, but I like to think I would be a wraith, because I love the wraith. And I am messed up enough to be a wraith. So say we all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thing. Yeah, if I'm one or the other, I'm a wraith. Because I like pulling pranks, and I like a good therapy session. <laughs> but I also You're sometimes don't know what therapy is. <laughs> what about you, Meg? Uh, I am all of the above, because I'm Wedge Antilles, and is a rogue and a wraith, and then not any of those, and was just Wedge. <laughs> And just got real angry sometimes. <laughs> and then goes on a ride and acquires the wave skimmer. So that seems ideal for me. Maybe I'll just be a person who rides around with Akbar all, all the time. I mean, aren't you already? I am. We are married. So you could be Akbar's aide. That feels wrong, though, when we're already together. That's true. Yeah. Meg, yeah. your shipper name would be Humpbar. I hate that. Why are you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why would. <laughs> how, how fucking dare you <laughs> sure would <laughs> why wouldn't it be Meekbar well because no. it, it's their last names if it was first names it'd be Meow Danny I don't think you understand how shipper titles work they just mix whichever two names sound good together <laughs> yeah it's whatever sounds good okay fine Ag- <laughs> okay pause you don't think the shippers would pick Humpbar? Are you nuts? Some would. Okay, 
Some would, but not others would find it really offensive to their pairing. Um, and so it would start probably a schism amongst the shipping fandom. Oh my I'm gosh. not lying. I am not lying. I hate it. I hate it. (laughs) This is why you don't ship, kids. I I was there for the Meg Akbar ship wars. I feel like I need to make a poll later. (laughs) (laughs) Divide the fandom on our way out. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Great. Um, Who became an unexpected favorite character? Besides Brooke Vestry. Um Gavin. Oh, Runt. Gavin. Oh, Runt. <laughs> I didn't actually think I would enjoy Runt as a character when I first found out about him, but I really love Runt. Wiz Jensen. Yeah. Also my unexpected fave. Because I didn't really care about him the first like time I read through these books. See, I, I liked him, but it wasn't unexpected because he was like hyped for me. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was expecting to like him and Hobby. Fair. Okay. Let's see. If you could rewrite the outcome of any scene, what would it be? Ooh. Oh, I had a good answer for this earlier, and I'm forgetting what it was. Oh, I know. The whole Asir and Gavin thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they would they would be living happily ever after. That, that whole ending was absolute nonsense. Yeah, I was gonna say I would rewrite it so Lujane lives, but I take—I want that too. I would t- totally change us here and Gavin. Okay, you do that, and I'll rewrite it so Lujane lives. Okay, cool. That's just, good. Like Lujane was the only person that like challenged Corin. Just imagine if she'd been around. Well, I guess until Marys was came along. The heart of the squadron. But also that. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I would have uh, Leia pick a sealed door. Yes. Oh. Yes. Kylo Ren would be yes. blonde. Yes. 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 Uh, yes. 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 That's the one thing I would change. Bless. I love it. I would have the fake lieutenant catch also be a real lieutenant catch in the end, but in addition to Colot. And then nice. it turns out that actually they were all Ewoks all along. Yeah, and it was the best. But also that Broke Vessery defected and joined the New Republic. Yeah, that also too. I agree with that one. Because him just flying off, I'm like, mm, that's unsatisfying. Even if he does become, like, a handsome pirate, like, come on. Eventually make your way to the New Republic, please. Okay, this seems like a, a giveaway question because I already know all of your answers. But what characters would you like to have more stories about? <laughs> um, <laughs> all of the right. I vote for Tenennial. <laughs> I recognize. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Tenennial and Isildur like off yeah. just, like, being beautiful somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, Fabio, yeah. a Star Wars story. Yep. Taiko. I want yeah. more of Lara and Min. Yeah, for sure. Also, <laughs> um, Lieutenant Nita. Yeah. Also Lieutenant Page. Uh <laughs> give me some more page. More page. More pages commandos. Jasmine yes. Akbar. <laughs> Don't. Okay, also rewrite not Jasmine not dying. <laughs> Please. Please. That would be great. Like the I know it has a... Oh, Noara Venn. We need more Noara stories. Yeah. We need a courtroom. Yeah, I, I want a Law and Order series about Noara Venn. Yep. Come on, live action TV. You can do it. Come on. Take a chance. 
that I was ready for anyone to come start singing ABBA, but I guess you all missed that change. It's okay. I'm singing it in my head. <laughs> okay. Okay. <good>. Thank you. <laughs> I, I mean, opposed to obviously the characters that you know I love, I would want more stories about. Nope, forgot their names. I'm trying to think about like who we don't actually get follow up with in like New Jedi Order. Satisfying. That was the word I was looking for with Aerosy Diet. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> oh my god, that was like 45 minutes ago. <laughs> I got there eventually, okay? Good job, Seth. Thank you. Continue, Meg. <laughs> Gotta close all those loops. It's the last episode. <laughs> Can't leave the listeners hanging. Can't leave the listeners hanging. All right. Last question. Pick your favorite character and tell me what Wait, happened to them. Who are you thinking oh. of? Uh, the two, um, like, commandos in the Bacta War who come in and, like, displace governments and stuff. Oh, yeah. And they were cool. They were cool. So I totally I like, forgot about that. Yeah. So I would like to know more about how they go around and like muck things up they just seem like people you want to have around for some things star wars needs more anarchists it It does like people play by the rules a little too much a lot of lawful blank yeah good lawful evil yeah yep Yep, lawful the most boring of alignments if you ask me agreed okay all right the glasses up my nose here Yep. <laughs> we have glasses, we do wear them. All right. So pick your favorite character and what happened to them after we finished reading about them. I mean, my favorite character or my second favorite character? Whichever character you can actually weave a tale about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. So I'll start, give you time, guys time to think. Thank you. Um, so actually part of this is in the EU, but Gavin goes on and actually does adopt Bothan children. And oh, yeah. No. Oh, no. <laughs> it's real. No. Why would yeah. they do this to us? Because it's Gavin and he still loves her and like still cares. Oh, no. Why didn't she go back to him? Because she's wrong about this. But so Gavin did adopt Bothan kids. And um, what happens is that he actually ends up falling in love with the social worker who, like, comes and checks on them to make sure everything's going okay. Are you sure this isn't a fic you wrote? No, this is real. (laughs) And then, like, they get married. Um, And Gavin also becomes rogue leader, which is also in, in the EU. Um, which is that I guess when Wedge dies? Want... No, it's just when Wedge is like too important to be rogue leader anymore. He's like, I'm like 31 now, you guys. I cannot do this any longer. Yeah, please, <laughs> I can't sit for that long anymore. <laughs> yeah, so I guess that's not made up, but that's what happens to Gavin, and it makes me really happy because Gavin deserves nice things. Oh, yeah. All right, so Hohas becomes a um, stand-up comedian. And he goes around to the different cantinas and clubs around the galaxy and does his bit. And he's not very good. 
but he's super earnest and genuine, and he's always trying to understand human mannerisms and behaviors better as he goes. And so people still come out to his shows just because they appreciate his earnestness and they like the sound of his voice. I just, I just imagined an in-universe version of BoJack Horseman, but it's Ho-Haas Horseman. <laughs> and it's, like, much more hopeful and <laughs> yeah, Way more wholesome. <laughs> I love it. Tycho retires to Endor... And he and his husband start a Lothwolf sanctuary. Is his husband you? <laughs> <laughs> unnamed white man. Just, <laughs> just leave it at that. We'll call him Keith. <laughs> <laughs> Keith Selchu. <laughs> Mr. Keith Selchu. <laughs> Got a nice ring to it. A it does. Name- a name that rhymes would also sound good. Did someone say ring? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So for me, it would be Lara and Min and Tonin, like, being happy little fam with the Ewok, whose name I've forgotten again. I'm the worst. A lot. A lot. Thank you. Um, being happy little family. They adopt Runt because I want Runt to be there too. And Tonin goes around freeing dr- mouse droids from the Empire. Can you can you please say something in your call-out voice for me? <laughs> I can't even remember how I did it. Hang on. What do I say? I don't know. Whatever you want. You can say I love you, Meg, in the call-out voice. That's exactly what I was going to say. Blessed. <laughs> 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 I'm so blessed today. <laughs> um, can I do a second one? Yeah. Cornhorn dies. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good You're one. Free. That's a good one. Oh, I'm with you, Danny. I'm with you. Merrix was never found, but she got over it. She just woke up and was like, oh, I'm fine. How refreshing to have that nap. Corn who? <laughs> she wakes up in their house just like, huh, it's kind of quiet. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I have to focus on work. Corn's death involves a severe allergic reaction of some kind. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Corn. <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts about the X-Wing series? Why? Why were there not more Wraith? I mean, as in, why were there not more Wraith books, not Wraith? Like, more of them, because they all died. Yeah. Uh, Because 90s weird publishing contracts. So there is is another Wraith book. We need to address the mercy kill in the room. We need to address the mercy kill in the room. (laughs) We have to address address the Gamorrean in the room. Um, But it takes place all the way at the end of New Jedi Order. And when I read it, it was just a big heckin' downer. So, (laughs) both in the difficulty of, like, knowing what's going on because of the timeline and because that would be a really sad way for us to end the Padron. We're not doing Mercy Kill. We might come back to it later. No, we won't because we're not going to have another episode. <laughs> but... yeah, yeah, that's the finale. <laughs> and it just, it, like, look look at how, where we are were with, like, one of the most favorite books and beloved books and we could barely get through it. So Whoa. we just don't think it'd be a good experience for anyone. Yeah. Honestly. Yep. Absolutely. So, I guess some of you might be wondering what's going on with the Padron. <laughs> what's happening? Patch out. Padron. So, 
Over the last three years, Rogue Quadrant has covered 11 Star Wars books, some of, some of the Poe Dameron comics. <laughs> Speaking of things we couldn't finish. Oh, yeah. yeah. The only thing, the only thing we actually finished thing. as a podcast was the entirety of Rogue One. <laughs> we also recorded a Rogue One commentary that I know for a fact one person repeatedly listens to. Wait, which person? Uh, um, what's the Twitter handle? Max, uh, just a pork boy. Nice. Oh, that's really cute. Yeah. <laughs> he says like half of the time that they watch it, they end up watching it with the Rogue Podron Rogue commentary. Wow. God bless. Oh my God. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> anyway. Um, and we also. Oh, great. Had special... I'm glad we did one good thing. <laughs> yeah, we did. And we also had special episodes like Bracket Podron, which was really fun. And all of our state of the squadrons. And there was also that one episode before Starfighter's Vatimar where we just talked about our feelings. <laughs> that, was that, that was a good one. <laughs> we also had an episode about Panera. <laughs> <laughs> the best episode. <laughs> remember that time that we pretended we were going to read Crystal Star and then didn't? <laughs> yeah. Remember that, remember that time we pretended that our podcast was over? <laughs> oh. Oh, really? we're not pretending, Danny. Oh, uh, don't know her. So, <laughs> so obviously, if you've been w- with us and like listened to all of these episodes, books like I Star's Revenge, with the exception of Broke Bessery and I Jedi, showed us that doing something like New Jedi Padron, for example, was sure to kill us and the show more slowly <laughs> and painfully than Aaron Alston killed Ton Fanon. Ooh. I feel like there's only so long that we can hate books and that people can enjoy listening to us hate books before yeah. we all want to quit. That is yeah. true. Also, someone else took that market for us. So yeah, we I got forget what they're called. It. What are they called? Voncast. Voncast. Yeah, go listen to the Voncast. They're good people. They're yeah. already doing it. They stole our thing. We're calling you out. <laughs> but also it's fine because it would have yeah. killed yeah. us. <laughs> we don't want to do it. <laughs> Thank you for stealing it. Do the, like yeah. what, 19 books. We do about three books a year. That would have been 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18. It would have been seven years of New Jedi Padron. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh, no. I would be pushing 40. Saf would be almost as old as Wedge Antilles by the end of that. <laughs> old for this. Oh, God. Okay. So, we are not going to do that. Rogue Padron will not continue. Pash out. As a pull up. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, sorry. Beat <laughs> down. That was my dramatic pause. Oh, sorry. Do it again. <laughs> This is so stupid. <laughs> I mean, you interrupting me just seems fine. It seems great. <laughs> I love it. So first, Rogue Padron will be moving homes. We found a beautiful five-unit condo building, and that's one for each of us and the last one to share, on the Not Saffir Net- Network. We hope that all of our listeners will continue to listen to us and resubscribe to our feed over there once it's up and running in January 2019. For the record, our main iTunes feed of Rogue Podron will continue to be that feed. So you're fine. If you've got on okay. iTunes or other things, you'll be fine. Um, if you listen to us just through the Far Far Air Radio uh, feed, which I have been telling you to do for ages, <laughs> resubscribe to the Rogue Podron one instead because you won't be getting new episodes there. Smart. And we'll, of course, remind you of this very often (laughs) and with our move the format and topics of our episodes are also changing 
While I will continue to be your rogue leader, the other hosts will still be taking turns. Well, not still. We'll be taking turns making show notes and leading the discussions. Every episode will be something different, whatever that week's host wants to talk about. This can range from a character, an arc of a Star Wars TV show, the latest rumors and teasers about upcoming projects, a Star Wars book, or even a random Wikipedia article. With the rotating topics, it also gives us a chance to have more guests on the show to talk about what they love in Star Wars. That sounds fun. We should do that. Yeah, yeah I like it's that idea. It's a great idea. It's going to be pretty great. But don't worry... The Rogue Pod staples won't be going away. We'll still have absurd host introductions, listener questions, and unique brand of humor you've come to know and maybe even love. It's smart humor. Let's stick with you. It's just really the hell. Yes. <laughs> we'll still hate the word slander, do dramatic readings, and make frequent trips to the bone market. Thank God. <laughs> I really need those bones. <laughs> need those bones. <laughs> uh, <laughs> phrasing? <laughs> Danny, my knee broke. I need a new knee bone. Come on. Yeah. Step on up to my bone stand at the bone market. <laughs> oh, gosh. So these changes have been made in the hopes that Rogue Podron will be able to continue for a long time by sharing the load of responsibilities and making sure we have fun and are excited about every episode we do. With our network change, we're crossing our fingers. We'll get brand new listeners that will become family and friends just like many of you. So I hope everyone is going to be cool with that. Sorry if you actually thought this was our last episode. <laughs> I'm yeah, not. Sorry about that. I'm not. Sorry. If any of you actually <laughs> believe that, why? <laughs> I'm not Ow. sorry at all. That is on you. <laughs> I am sincerely sorry to the people that wanted us to read Mercy Kill, though. Like, yeah. I get it. These books are important to you, and that book is included in that. Yeah. And I'm sorry that we didn't grow to love these books the way you did. Oh, he just I didn't. Am, yeah, genuinely, I am yeah. genuinely sorry that like I ended up trashing some of these books. Like I know people were really excited about Edomar, and I was excited about it too. Um, didn't end up loving it that much. Like I genuinely did love the Wraiths. Like I'm glad that these episodes, the show, made me read those books, and I'm glad that we had this experience together. Absolutely. Um, and maybe I would have enjoyed Mercy Kill. It's entirely possible. I'll probably get there at one point when I finally get back to my chronological read through of Star Wars. Um, but yeah, it just wasn't a good idea for us because either we would have to read all those books which is a lot of books for us to read or we just skip all those books and end on that book and it's just yeah i am sorry and honestly like i don't care enough to be super sorry yeah (laughs) you're not don't lose any sleep over that sap (laughs) yeah i'm not losing any sleep over this um Like, maybe maybe we didn't, like, fall head over heels in love with this book series as a series, but, like, look at what we created in the process, and I think we've laid the groundwork for, like, what's going to be just an absolutely ridiculous Star Wars podcast together, and, um, I don't know, I you guys wouldn't be my closest friends in the world if it weren't for this stupid oh, book club no. podcast. So, Stop like, it. No. How cool that we get to continue that. In a way that's going to be exciting and maybe bring some new friends in and, and continue to be ridiculous and fun and awesome. 
And now people can't give us the excuse that they haven't read the latest chapters and they haven't listened to us. Exactly. Our- yeah. Exactly. No excuses, yeah. y'all. No excuses. There used to be this like barrier to listen to us, and now it's gone. You have no excuses. Minus the like ninety-three episodes worth of inside jokes. There's no barrier to listening to us. <laughs> Just like, do it. Like someone's someone's gonna be like, yes, I can be a brand new listener in thirty seconds. It'll be like, wait, how many? Is Wisconsin? What? How how many balls? What? Why? What? Why are there so many of them? Why are there so many balls? What is like listening Bodhi? Why is this happening? <laughs> You'll find out. It'll be fine. <laughs> we'll 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 start next episode completely fresh with no inside jokes and we'll just create new ones from there. That sounds you like know a complete we'll lie. Inside <laughs> jokes before the episode even starts. We should do an episode that's like we'll a primer. Like a, a glossary. <laughs> Yes. Oh here's, God, we should, though. here's this joke and how we use it. Here's that what its origin is. <laughs> like just that just... actually be really fun and hilarious. We <laughs> should do that. That, that be... should be our one hundredth episode. Please go back to episode to season two, episode twelve, when so many balls was first used. <laughs> be called Rogue Podrinpedia. Oh my god. Oh my god. I love it. Also, for the record, like the name Bodhi has lost all meaning to me now thanks to this show. <laughs> yeah, Someone mentioned the actual character Bodhi to me the other day and I was like, who? Who? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> you Someone said Bodhi and I was like, oh, congrats. congrats. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're missing a word there, though. Like, that's not his full name. <laughs> Yeah, glistening Bodhi. <laughs> yeah, glistening Bodhi. Bodhi's the last name. Yeah. All right. So because this isn't our last episode, we actually do have a glistener question for you. Oh, cool. Yeah. Our question is, write a tweet-length holiday fic about the hosts of Rogue Podron. You can also thread this. It does not have to be one tweet. Except for Tom the Fanboy, in which we challenge you to only write <laughs> one tweet. <laughs> <laughs> this is your challenge. <laughs> and, yeah. Hit us up on Twitter at Rogue Podron with your holiday fix. I'm very excited about these. Please, please do it. Uh, we have no website. Bone Tumblr. Why is that written there? I don't know. <laughs> Tumblr. <laughs> that should be our website. <laughs> Who that? <laughs> Visit us online at bonemarket.tumblr.com. <laughs> I mean, it's probably not taken, maybe? Maybe. No. It absolutely isn't. It's absolutely porn. I guarantee it. <laughs> well, after seven, December 17th. It'll be available. No, it works. It's a thing. <laughs> don't do not do this, listeners. Don't do it. I, I just read scripts as they're written. That's all that's happening right now. It's, it's <laughs> not porn. It's not porn. Ow. Genuinely surprised. Okay, subscribe to us after all of that via Rogue, Rogue Pod on iTunes. Nothing else, just Rogue Pod on iTunes. We'll get it onto other feeds soon too, um, because we can. Yeah. Also, it'll be on my network, I guess. So go there as well. Um, that's weird. That's really weird to say. Ignore oh, that. Wait, the Not Staff for Work Network is you? Yeah, weird, right? Danny, you're playing, or <laughs> <laughs> he's absolutely playing. Danny, hope you're playing. <laughs> <laughs> I am always playing. <laughs> we have oh no God. iTunes. Katie, Katie F, I see your yes, sad face you. emojis and I feel bad. By now you know it was all a joke. <laughs> Wait, who? <laughs> what? Katie F is sad on Twitter about us ending the podcast, which <laughs> we're not doing. <laughs> He's so mean. 
iTunes reviews. We need an iTunes review. Someone please leave a review so that Abby Gleason's isn't at the top anymore. <laughs> <laughs> because we we don't want people listening to Rogue Bottom for the wrong reasons. <laughs> or maybe the right <laughs> reasons. Yeah. Anyways, leave us a review on iTunes. If you're not in the US and you leave us a review, please tweet at the Rogue Pod account or let us know in some way because we have to specifically check each country because iTunes is really bad for podcasters and actually doesn't have any functionality at all. I still cannot um, believe that. That is, yeah. <laughs> a, that is just like an obscene hindrance to... <laughs> it's honestly atrocious. I just can't believe it. It's really bad. iTunes is really bad. Um, leave us a review. Let people know that you like us. Tell your friends about us. Um, give the gift of Rogue Podron this Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Happy holidays from Rogue Pod. Wait. Happy holidays. Wait. Come on. Oh, right. So next time, we'll be back in January 2019 with a special episode to kick off our move and soft reboot. So may your holidays be filled with the most glistening of bodies, Panera gift cards, and so many balls. For now, this is Rogue Padron signing off. Pash out. Pew, pew, pew. Jingle, 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 jingle. When we get to an actual last episode, will you say, forever, this is Rogue Padron signing no! off? No! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Over my dead time. body. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I just pictured us all old at Danny's funeral, and you say... <laughs> <laughs> Like standing over the casket, and you say, "For now, this is Rogue Pattern signing off." No, <laughs> why is it my funeral? <laughs> because you're the one who said. Why it. am I the first one to die? <laughs> you said over my dead body. <laughs> you made this your thing. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Also, Danny, that was the creepiest thing ever, and I like legitimately was scared that like for someone else on this call. <laughs> And I, like, looked around my apartment to make sure it was safe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my lord. Oh, my. Oh, my lord. Rogue Leader signing off. Rogue Six signing off. Rogue Seven signing off. Rogue Three signing off. What are you drinking? Water. <laughs> wow, that uh-huh. was like the most satisfied that anyone has ever sounded drinking water. Listen, I have a really bad headache. <laughs> you drink that water. Yeah. Yeah, hydration's exactly. good. I mean, I don't think that's the reason for it, but it could be the reason for it. But either way, should drink just should just be drinking water anyway. Is your reminder, listeners, listeners. Go drink some water. Listeners, go listen, drink the, some water. The episode hasn't started yet. I just listened to an episode of Rogue Padre because this will be in the bloopers. Go get water. I feel like my entire life is just an episode of Rogue Padre, so really it's always recording. <laughs> wow, fair, that's rough. Fair. Yeah, I know, it sucks. But hanging out with your besties? I mean, the problem is that you're you're all not usually here in my life, so it's just me alone <laughs> making horse noises. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> my old friend. <laughs> <laughs>
was really good horse noise, Heath. Thank you. Good. Very You've been learning. We're practicing. All right, now we are in the proper mindset to record an episode of Rogue Pattern, and therefore I do not need to interrupt Mug, with Mug, Mug, Meg. Mug, Mug. Mug. <laughs> Her name is Meg. Meg. And I'm Rogue, Le- I'm Rogue Leader Mug. <laughs> I hate it. Okay. Better than Huff. <laughs> and Suff. Yes, that is. Suff. <laughs> Dunny. Oh my god. Okay, okay. All right. All right, all right, all right. All right. Time to be serious. <laughs> yes, serious. It was a very serious <laughs> episode. <laughs> All right. Oh my He's god, if you switch so the much. letters around, he becomes Jizz Winson. Jizz <laughs> Winson. <laughs> I'm tweeting it. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> oh, I hate so much. But he only gets to be called that when he does. Well, I'm not going to. Okay. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so tonight, we'll be doing a final wrap up of not just of Starfighters, but I'm sorry. It looks funny right now. <laughs> like the way the words look together is funny. <laughs> I'll stop. <laughs> you <laughs> Winston is short for Wisconsin. Yes. Jizz Wisconsin. Jizz Wisconsin. <laughs> Jizz Wisconsin. Oh, hang on. I got a reply. <laughs> Out. Okay, well, that, well that's happening. <laughs>